0: Hey guys, if you enjoy this podcast and would like to help out, you can go to www.patreon.com slash 7lamb. That's the number 7 L-A-M-B. You can donate as little as a dollar a month, and it definitely helps us out. You can also get a lot of bonus content on Patreon that we release weekly. That's bloopers, outtakes, extra podcasts, early episodes. Once again, you can donate as little as a dollar a month. It's www dot patreon dot com slash seven lamb that's the number seven l-a-m-b thanks and enjoy the show seven lamb presents paralyzed chapter six the warning part three We landed in Boston at 12.20 p.m. The sky was cloudy, but the weather was nice. The air crisp. We went to Avis, got our car, a Ford Focus, and drove out of the city. We drove through Back Bay, past Cambridge, and hopped on two.
1: Okay, so Leyden Falls is south of Charlemont. I figure we'll probably stop for food soon. So the earliest we'll get to Charlemont is 6, maybe 6.30. It'll be too late to head into Leyden tonight. So let's just get a room in Charlemont and head to Leyden first thing in the morning. Good?
0: Good. I opened my bag and removed the Tylenol I bought at the airport stand. I took two pills and swallowed them quickly.
1: You want some water?
0: I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks. What? Can, uh... Can we not listen to the radio?
1: Okay. You look tired.
0: I always look tired.
1: Didn't want to try sleeping on the plane?
0: And what? Wake up screaming about a shadow man? Scare the shit out of all the people on the flight?
1: Is the headache worse?
0: About the same, just throbbing. Sorry. I'm used to it.
1: Does the Tylenol help?
0: Momentarily, but then the headache usually comes back fiercer.
1: But that momentary relief... Worth it. Are you hungry now? I was going to stop in an hour or two when we were halfway, but we can stop now, if you're hungry.
0: No. No. We can wait. Okay. I lean my head against the window and watch the trees zoom by. Please let me find a way to be rid of this. I don't want to be sick anymore. Around three, we took an exit and pulled into a subway. We pretty much ate in silence, although Roland often tried to engage me in conversation. She seemed to make a lot of promises that I knew she wouldn't be able to keep.
1: I promise you, we'll figure out what's going on. Yeah. I promise you, we'll find a way to make you better.
0: Was she really concerned about my well-being, or was she more concerned with finding out what happened to her partner? Or was it she wanted to prove herself to her captain? See, Cap, I'm not crazy. There are creatures. There are monsters. I wanted to ask her why she had such a hard time explaining herself to her captain. Why he didn't believe her. But now wasn't the time. Soon. Done? Yeah.
1: You didn't eat that much.
0: Wasn't really that hungry.
1: Take it with you and let's go. I want to stop by the gas station. Fill up the tank, grab some snacks and drinks for the motel.
0: Okay. We did just that. Roland refilled the tank and bought a bunch of chips, sodas, and water. She threw the bag in the back seat and we set off for Charmaule.
1: Okay, got us a room. Other side of the building.
0: Roland parked the car on the other side of the motel. We grabbed our stuff and ran up the steps to the second floor. I shook rainwater out of my hair and entered the room. Cozy. I think the word you're looking for is sleazy.
1: Well, it has a TV and a bathroom.
0: And a hole in the wall and a cracked window.
1: I've stayed in worse.
0: I set my backpack down on a small table. There were two beds.
1: You can choose.
0: Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Roland threw her bag on top of the bed closest to the bathroom.
1: Let's put these drinks in the fridge. And it's not cold.
0: Is it plugged in?
1: Looks like it. Okay, so we have warm drinks for the night. That's fine. I also got us some beer. Hope you're not picky.
0: Roland tossed me a bottle. I didn't even read the label. I tried twisting the cap to no avail. Roland tossed me her keys. A bottle opener dangled on a chain. I opened my beer and tossed her keys onto her bed. Thanks.
1: It's a pumpkin ale.
0: I I I don't care. I sat at the edge of my bed. So what's the plan for tomorrow? What are we doing?
1: There's some people I want to talk to. I have a list. It's going to be tricky, however. It's been two years. That's hardly enough time to get over an incident such as this.
0: Are we going to talk to the husband?
1: We're going to talk to a lot of people. As many as we can. As long as they're willing to talk, we'll talk to them.
0: How long do you think it will take?
1: Depends. Depends on what we find. I'm not sure we'll find anything of interest, but I'm sure of it. Now, I wouldn't say that.
0: Roland grabbed a beer and sat at the bed opposite me.
1: This may take a while. I hope you realize that, but we'll figure this out.
0: I know. You promised.
1: I did. You know, this isn't just happening to you. This happened to your friends, to Kent, to the lady in Rutherford, to the people here.
0: And what's not to say it won't continue?
1: Exactly. We'll talk to people. We'll figure this out. We can solve it.
0: What if it's something that can't be solved? Because if we can't solve it, I'll make sure that I won't wake up next time. I look down at my bandaged wrist. This town, the similarities between the writer and the lady in Rutherford? Yeah. That's the only reason we're here?
1: Should there be other reasons?
0: Is this the only other time something like this happened?
1: I don't know. It was hard enough sifting through cases to dig up this one. I told you, I never made it past local news.
0: So it stopped at the Charlemont Chronicle?
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: I just wonder...
1: There could be. There could be many more cases like this, but I don't know yet. All I know is that this writer case is similar to what happened to Patricia Sanders.
0: But what does that have to do with me?
1: I told you. Patricia Sanders and Sefton Trust, the writer, both had similar... similar symptoms. To me? That's right.
0: Like writing the number 13 and...
1: And seeing shadow men and having horrible dreams, sleep paralysis, headaches.
0: So I am going crazy.
1: It's not just going crazy. I've seen what you've seen. What you're experiencing is real.
0: How do you know? I just told you. Maybe you're going crazy too.
1: I don't think that's the case.
0: Why doesn't your captain believe you?
1: Because a woman coming back to life is a hard pill to swallow.
0: But there's more to it. There is. What is it? You said the captain has his reasons.
1: The captain's a reasonable guy, but let's just say I've let him down a time or two. How? I'd rather not talk about it.
0: I'd like to know.
1: I'll keep it brief. Four years ago, my husband left me for a casino cocktail waitress. A week later I found out I was pregnant. I was really worried I was going to have to raise a child by myself. Little did I know at the time, I should have been happy I would even have a child. Because a month later I lost it. I didn't handle it well. I made some poor decisions, found myself in a dark place. But if it weren't for Kent and the captain, I could have lost my job.
0: What did you do?
1: I really don't.
0: Okay. S- sorry
1: It's okay. It's not easy to talk about.
0: We'll drop it. I finished my beer and got up. I went to the window and pulled back the curtain. The rain was coming down hard.
1: Hoping it lets up tomorrow?
0: I don't know. I kind of like it. Roland got up and grabbed another beer.
1: You wanna watch TV?
0: We can put something on.
1: Maybe check the weather? That's fine. We can watch whatever you want. It's not like we're going to go anywhere with that storm. I don't think Charlemont has much to offer, sightseeing-wise.
0: I see a sign for a history center.
1: (laughs) Maybe tomorrow.
0: Roland turned on the TV and I went to my bed. She put on Channel 4 News. We watched for a bit. It was supposed to rain on and off all week. Roland may not like the rain, but I found it soothing. Here. Roland tossed me the remote.
1: Pick something.
0: I scanned through the channels and eventually landed on an old movie starring Kirk Douglas. He was taking pictures of a man trapped in a collapsed cave.
1: What's this? In the hole. Oh, you like old movies? Yeah, I do. I feel bad. I feel like we don't really know that much about each other. We haven't really talked about anything besides, you know.
0: I tried to ask you about your past.
1: Well, now it's your turn. Tell me about you.
0: I don't really do anything anymore. I was fired from the only job I've ever had. A job I truly cared about and hoped to move up in. My girlfriend, the only girl I've ever really loved, broke up with me. And when I thought things were finally going to get better, she ends up dying right before my eyes. Gutted by an undead woman. Oh, and now, I may be going crazy.
1: You forgot something. What's that? You also like old movies.
0: <laughs> right. I also like old movies.
1: What is it about them?
0: I don't know. I'm not big on today's films. The indie scene is alright, but everything else is just car chases and dick jokes. If a scene takes longer than two minutes, people get bored. I like old cinema, where it was play-like. Scenes could last five to ten minutes and it's all dialogue. The characters mean something. Old movies are very comforting. Especially when watching them at 2 in the morning.
1: Because you can't sleep, they help you?
0: I always stayed up late watching the classics. Did it for years. Being sick and afraid to sleep just gave me an excuse to watch more of them.
1: You like TCM?
0: Love it. But I also own a lot of films. I don't know how many times I've seen Casablanca, Citizen Kane, Stagecoach, Rebecca, uh, The Palm Beach Story. From 39 to 1960, best time for film. In my opinion. What about you?
1: I'll make it to the theater maybe once a month, but I don't keep up with the release dates. Usually it's just a time waster.
0: Any other interests?
1: I read occasionally. Love a good book. Honestly, the only thing I really care about is my job. Or was my job. Shit, you know, even now I'm still working.
0: Except now if we go to talk to someone and you flash your badge.
1: I could be in real trouble.
0: You think it's worth it?
1: I know it's worth it.
0: Roland got up and grabbed another beer. So, I have a couple of questions. About? Uh, About this.
1: Okay shoot
0: the woman in the woods the one that killed the one that was walking around with a fucking baby that was the woman from Rutherford
1: yes Patricia Sanders
0: she was never buried
1: on her way to be until the car carrying her body overturned
0: it was an accident yes so she comes back to the woods to kill why I don't know She attacked you. And Kent. You shot her?
1: A few times.
0: But she didn't go down?
1: No, she kept coming at us. Kent told me to run. I did. I got lost for a bit. Lost sight of Kent. When I finally did make it back to the car, Kent never showed. Neither did Sanders.
0: Where could she have gone? The police saw everyone in the trees, hanging there.
1: Yes, they did.
0: Why kill all those people and then leave?
1: Can I ask you a question? I nodded. You mentioned creatures in your statements. Grotesque things. When Kent and I went into the woods, we saw no such creatures.
0: There were a lot of them.
1: You told the police that you originally thought there was only one.
0: Yes, until we thought we killed it, and my friend Ethan informed us there were more. How many? I I don't know. I only ever saw four of them at once. But they were definitely coming from the lake. They each looked different. Some were taller, some had long, stringy hair, some had white eyes, others black. All of them had the same skeletal frame, though.
1: All hell breaks loose. I read a book, one of the ones found in Patricia's home after the killing. It said witches have the ability to raise the dead.
0: So that's what those creatures were? The dead?
1: I can't say. But if hell really did break loose, it would make sense, right?
0: None of this makes sense. Roland smirked, but it quickly faded. She shook her head and looked back at the TV.
1: So fill me in. What's this movie about?
0: We finished watching Eighth in the Hole and then moved on to Hitchcock's Rope. After that, we checked back in on the news and weather, but there was nothing of interest. I found another channel playing Father Goose and put down the remote. Roland eventually drifted off and I stayed awake for another couple hours. I started to drift in and out. Should I fight sleeping? I didn't want to, but I was scared. Eventually, the thought passed and I gave in. I closed my eyes.
1: David.
0: I awoke to Jen's voice. Jen? David. I looked over to see Roland still asleep. She rolled over onto her side, pulling the covers tight. David. I got up and walked over to the window. I pulled back the curtain. The rain had stopped.
1: David.
0: Holy shit. In the parking lot, Jen stood, her shirt soaked in blood. Don't go. What? Don't go. Jen? I opened the door and went outside. Jen? She was gone. Where? Jen? I sat up in bed and tried to catch my breath. I looked over at Roland. She was sitting up. She stared at me wide-eyed. You okay? No. I'm not. by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Robert M. Lamb as David. Amy LeRae as Roland. Also starring Gene Lamb, April Cadmus Marsh, and Julia W.D. Harrison. Music provided by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com and Dylan Mixer of DMixMusic.com If you enjoy Paralyzed... Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb
1: Production.